It's November 2nd, 2023, and these are your headlines. Yesterday, we asked the question, is there actually a deal on school choice? Today, we have our answer. Despite being the top legislative priority of Governor Greg Abbott, school choice legislation is dead in the Texas House once again. Now, Governor Abbott had been optimistic about the chances of the legislation passing as recently as yesterday morning. Remember, he told reporters, we are on track to ensure there will not be another special session. He also said that a new bill would be filed later in the day. We talked about that yesterday. That did not happen. And then on Wednesday evening, last night, the House met very briefly and then were placed at ease, at ease. Well, until either Monday or Tuesday. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. The special session is slated to end on Tuesday. Representative Brad Buckley, he's the chair of the Public Education Committee, said after the business was concluded last night that the timeline was too tight for the House to be able to move something in this special. No kidding, right? Think of how many days and weeks the House did nothing during this special session and wasted time for the first 30 days. Now the schedule is too tight. And this is just days after Governor Abbott said he had reached that agreement that would put billions of dollars of new funding into public schools. So far, the governor hasn't commented on the latest developments. He's actually been in Israel since last night. Or whether he will call lawmakers back for a fourth special session. Of course, at a certain point, one has to ask what will be different in a fourth special session than it was during the third or, or even the regular session earlier this year. It raises some more questions too. Was there ever really a deal? And if so, what changed so quickly within literally just a manner, uh, a manner of a day or two that Speaker Dave Phelan would drop his end of the deal? Now, related to that, a group of Republican lawmakers are accusing Speaker Phelan of flagrantly violating Texas's constitutional rules. So a little bit of background on, on how the legislature works. During a normal day of the legislative session in the Texas House, any business, so passing legislation, referring bills, is done while the chamber is in session. When lawmakers break for the day, they adjourn until a time certain when they will reconvene. So they might say, we're going to adjourn until Thursday at 10 a.m., for example. Now, what happened seemed to buck precedent last night. Instead of having the chamber adjourn until a specific day and time, Phelan declared that the House would stand at ease until Monday or Tuesday as he waits for the Senate to approve some legislation. While a motion to adjourn requires a vote by members getting people on the record as to whether or not they want to take the long weekend, standing at ease does not. No vote required. Republican State Representatives Tony Tinderholt, Nate Schatzline, Steve Toth, and Brian Harrison say the maneuver is in violation of the Texas Constitution. This is what they said in their statement. They said, It is particularly troubling to hear an announcement that the House stands at ease for an indefinite period of time, up to five or six days, while the members are conducting no business. This appears to violate Article 3, Section 17 of the Texas Constitution, which stipulates that one chamber may not adjourn for more than three days without the permission of the other chamber. 
Speaker mentioned that this was being done to allow messages to come over from the Senate over the weekend. However, there are items on the governor's call which still require the House's attention. Now, the five to six day weekend, depending on whether or not they come back on Monday or Tuesday, again, we don't know. Well, this means that the House will not pass school choice during the current special session, right? We talked about that, it ends on Tuesday. The members went on to say, we swore an oath to uphold the Texas Constitution, including the Constitution's command that one chamber should not abandon the work of the legislature without the permission of the other. Speaker Phelan's decision was made so quickly that we were not given the opportunity to properly object, nor does there seem to be a clear process to object to the Speaker's unilateral declaration that we are standing at ease. Accordingly, we wish to make our concern over the Speaker's flagrant disregard of the Texas Constitution, our House rules, and accepted House practice known. This is not, by the way, the first time Phelan and the House have abandoned the legislative process. During the first special session earlier this year, if you can remember, all the way back in late May, early June, the House adjourned sine die after the first day, meaning they would not return for the remainder of the special session. At the time, that was a move meant to squeeze the Senate into accepting their property tax proposal. It didn't work. They ultimately went to another special session, a second special session. Again, the question is, will Governor Abbott call lawmakers back for a fourth special session, or will he take his fight over his priorities, namely school choice, to the primary elections in March? Lastly, it's not just all about school choice. The two chambers are also trading barbs over border security legislation. Meanwhile, the problem continues to get worse. During a national security hearing on Capitol Hill, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas testified that more than 600,000 known gotaways were reported at the border for fiscal year 2023. A gotaway is an illegal border crosser that's observed crossing into the U.S. but is not apprehended to turn back. It's assumed that the actual number of gotaways is higher than the reported 600,000. So if you're following this, you've got known encounters, the people they encounter and process. You have known gotaways, the people we know got away. And then you have your unknown gotaways, which is who knows how many. Mayorkas stated that Illegal aliens evading Border Patrol has been an issue for decades. An interesting comment from him, because previously, Mayorkas refused to admit that the border is open or that there's a problem with current border security policies. Certainly, we've seen this shift from the Biden administration lately. Now, fiscal year 23, when I say fiscal year 23, I'm talking about that ended at the end of September. That's when the federal fiscal year goes through. That fiscal year saw 2,475,000 illegal alien encounters along the southwest border, combined with the number of known gotaways. This brings the number of known illegals attempting to cross into the United States or successfully crossing to more than 3 million. And again, the number is probably more than that. The total number of FBI terror watchlist suspects arrested along the border in fiscal year 23 came out to 169 more than the previous six years combined. And this excludes any potential suspects that may have evaded Border Patrol when crossing the border. Throughout the past fiscal year, there were also several thousand criminal encounters by the border, at the border by U.S. Border Patrol, including nearly 13,000 subjects with criminal history 
852 subjects with warrants, and 564 gang members. Again, this number does not reflect potential criminal gotaways. Every day, this problem is getting worse, and every day that DC, the Biden administration, as well as Texas, the governor, and our state legislature fail to act on this, the problem only gets worse for Texans. You can find more of today's stories at texasscorecard.com. No ads, no paywalls, no government grants, and no corporate masters. Just real news for real Texans. This is Texas Scorecard. 